Welcome to the Equip and Encourage podcast. My heart and prayer is to be an encouragement to you in your pursuit of Jesus and to equip you in the advancement of His kingdom. If you'd like to connect with me further, head on over to my website at pastorjoshleadership.com. Well, hey, I hope you guys are having an awesome week. I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. Just giving me a little bit of my time to invest into your time. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you will do me a favor, if you'll share, like, comment, let me know. Let me know that this is helping you out. It's being a source of encouragement to you. And I will keep doing it. That's what we've been doing here. We're on season four. We've been doing this for a little while. And uh, just thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple or Apple Podcast or Spotify. Make sure that you hit that subscribe. Let me know you're listening, rate, reviews, all that kind of good stuff. Well, I want to talk today for just a little bit about focus. I think focus is critical in our lives. If we don't have focus, then we're kind of all over the place. Um, I think all of us have probably at least had a season in our life where we were that way. And so I want to talk about that a little bit today. But before I get into that, I want to talk about this week's equipping session. So I want to share with you an app that I've used, I want to say for probably about the past two years, called Quapital. And uh, yeah, it's a money app. And what Quapital is, is it connects with your bank account and it saves money to a Quapital account. And so what I like about it is it's not connected to my bank, so it's a little bit more cumbersome to pull that money out of that savings account and putting in, put it into my bank. And so I've used my capital account to where I round up to $2 or round up to a dollar from every purchase I make with my debit card. And what it does is it puts it in an offsite account and then whenever I'm ready to draw from it, I just deposit it in my bank. It takes a day or two, so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, but when you need the money, you can get it there within a couple of days or just pay a little bit extra and get it there a little quicker. Um, had a trip in the fall, in the spring, last spring, my wife and I were able to get away to San Antonio for our 15 year wedding anniversary and was able to pull a couple of hundred bucks out of that account. Didn't even really think about it, didn't impact my bank, and just had a couple hundred dollars I was able to just draw from there. So it's called Quapital. You can get it in the App Store, connect it to your bank. It's really easy, out of sight, out of mind way to save a little bit of extra money. Anyway, no endorsements, no money from the company. Would love that. But hey, just let you guys know, it's a great way to save money. And uh, again, kind of out of sight, out of mind. Well, today I want to spend a little bit of time talking about focus. I think all of us could recognize that we would like to be a little bit more focused. And I want to give you a couple of things that I've done in my life to kind of help me uh, stay focused. But all of us have ran into people that, man, they just, they have no focal point in their life. And scripture, I believe, points to this and talks about the value of focus. You know, we've, we've all met those people, man. They kind of have a circular life. We see that, you know, their career is changing every Every couple of months, it seems, or they'll do something for a little while, maybe even as much as a year. And the next thing you know, they're moving on to the next thing. They jump on every tangent. And uh, what happens is we see these people get kind of stuck 
kind of in a rut in their life. I like to say more of a circle in their life where they just keep coming back to the same things over and over again, or they're just bouncing around from one thing to another, really kind of aimlessly, not living with any purpose. And I think God has so much more for us in our lives than that to where we're actually living with a purpose. We're living with intentionality. We're living with some focus. We're actually able to get some things done. And one of the things that we see with people that they kind of live in this, you know, kind of this circular world where they're bouncing around from idea to idea is the first thing that I, I've noticed is is it seems to be a doctrinal thing. And, uh, you know, it's important that we're, we, we have some grounded doctrine in our life. Now, I would say this, that our doctrine probably isn't going to look the same. Our theology isn't going to look the same in five years than it does today. If it does, then maybe it's because in our pursuit, we're not really pursuing very well. I think that there's a there's room for refinement in our doctrine. That's something that always needs to be being refined. But what I've noticed is with, with people that really struggle with their life and they're always bouncing around is usually doctrine is one of those things that seems to be kind of all over the place. Uh, one emphasis now, one emphasis later. And I think we definitely go through seasons of those, but if we're not careful, we get really caught away in some kind of weird things. Ephesians chapter four, Paul warns this, it warns the church this way. He says, we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. So he's like, you know, you've got all these people coming in and they're teaching and the people that don't have the ability to focus, what happens is they just jump on anything that inspires them at the moment. The other thing is this, is we see a struggle in direction. And this is where I, really where I'm focusing on today. It's, you know, they're deciding to do this now and now they're changing their plans and you know they go to college and they're changing their majors every every semester you know it's like everything is just continually changing and there is room in our life for flexibility but but my concern is that people that don't really get kind of the harnesses of their life in place is that they're bouncing from one idea to the next and the next thing you know they're 10 years down the road they haven't gone anywhere they haven't done anything with their life and so I want to help you today uh, to not be so driven by inspiration, but you start living by dedication. And we would really be devoted to some things, some concepts, some directions in our life to where we're actually moving forward. You know, Jesus talks about this when he says, you know, no one who picks up their plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So he said, if you're going to be in the kingdom, you got to be able to be a person that's going to be focused, that you're going to be able to have to fix your eyes on something and move forward, not always looking around, not always looking to the back, but that you're really straining towards things that are in front of you. Proverbs says it this way in Proverbs chapter four, verse 25, it says, look straight ahead, uh, 20, uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 through 27. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on the things that lie before you or in front of you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. In verse 27, don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. So I believe this. I believe that if we're more focused in our disciplines and our purpose and even our theology, then what happens is it keeps us kind of on the rails to where we're not falling off on every little crazy wind of doctrine, that we actually have a purpose that we're sold out to. And I think it's critical that we're not bouncing around all the time just because an idea catches our mind or we see something that's inspired. I've seen church leaders do this. Uh, they jump around from you know, one, what one church is doing and they see another church that has a better idea. Listen, sometimes 
our ideas don't work because we don't sell out to them because we're jumping on whatever sounds good or sounds inspirational. And I think it's really important for us as individuals, us, us as uh, people that lead organizations or we're leaders in the kingdom of God, that we're making sure that we're people that are really sold out uh, to a purpose. So I'm going to give you three things. Number one is this, craft a mission statement. I crafted a mission statement for my life years ago. Now, I'm not speaking organizationally, but individually. Do you have a mission statement for your life? Do you have a, a vision statement for your life? And I realize that sometimes in these things, people can be way too left field and too focused on these things. But I, years ago, I was challenged with this thought, and I came up with a purpose statement for my life. I sat down, and that's what I call it, a purpose statement, that I'm living on purpose for these things. And that was to be a to be a man of integrity to my creator, my companion, now my children, and my cause to speak and live the message with intensity and to impact a generation of people. And so because I have that in my life and I have it established, then it kind of puts the blinders in on my eyes so I'm not looking to the left and the right and I'm not chasing this and chasing that. I'm pretty focused. I've been pretty focused on that for almost 20 years that I'm that I am a man of integrity to my God. I'm a man of integrity to my family, to my spouse, that I'm impacting people, that I'm moving forward and and I'm not easily distracted. So craft a personal mission statement. It might be one word, you know, I'm focused on Jesus. That might be good. I think you'll need to add some things. What does that look like? And so for me, it's all about being a man of integrity. It's all about being intense, that I'm that I'm going to preach intense. And those of you that know me that have heard me preach, I get pretty intense. Why? Because that's part of my mission statement, that I'm going to live intentionally and intensely. Uh, and then I'm, I'm going to bring impact. I'm, I'm really going to try to do my best to impact those that are around me, those that God has put under me. So craft a personal mission statement. I would strongly encourage you that. You know, Proverbs, in that, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 it says, without vision, the people perish. I like the way the NIV says, it says the people cast off restraint. And so there's no restraints. There's no blinders there to keep people on the right track. It's a very popular passage, but I think sometimes we just focus on the vision part. But what does vision do? Vision kind of puts the blinders on and keeps us focused. So craft a personal mission statement, vision statement, whatever that is. If you're listening to this podcast, you're watching this video, stick pause and just write down some thoughts right now. And that might be something that changes in 10 years, um, but let it be something you put some thought into and something that can really put some blinders on your life. Then The next thing is this, sell out to something for life. Sell out to something for life. Don't look at, well, you know, I'm going to do this for a few years and then I'm going to do this for a few years. No, what are you going to do for the rest of your life? And do that. Um, years ago, when God called me into student ministry, this is 1993, God called me into student ministry and my plan was to be a youth pastor for the rest of my life. I thought that's what I was going to do. I was sold out to it for decades. If you would have asked me in my early 30s, Josh, what do you, when, when are you going to be a pastor? I would rebuke you. I'd be like, I'm not going to be a pastor. I'm going to be doing youth ministry for the rest of my life. But I was so fixed on that. When God wanted to change it, he made it very clear what my next assignment was going to be. But I sold out to that. When we moved to Grand Prairie to start our church, what did I? What what we said is, hey, we plan on moving to Grand Prairie. We're dying there. I'm dying in Grand Prairie. So that's not to say that God might come along and do something else and tell us to do something else. I hope he doesn't because I moved here every ten, every intention of my being seven years ago. We moved out here to do what? 
to die in Grand Prairie, to give our lives for the call of God, to, to, to sell out to that purpose for life. So do that. Craft a mission statement. Number two, sell out to something for life. Whatever you're going to do, listen, the, the main thing in your life, just say, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. And it might change, but lit, that helps you live so intentionally in the thing that you're going to do. And number three is this, don't stop through the slumps and the stalls. Listen, you're going to have hiccups. You're going to have bumps along the way. You're not going to see fruit tomorrow. It takes a long time. You know, when you plant a seed, you don't see fruit the next day. Sometimes you won't even see fruit within the first year, but you've got to invest. And I've seen so many people do something. They say, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm excited about this. I'm going to sell out to it. And then what happens? A month later, they get tired. They get in the slump. They're not seeing the fruit that they want. And what ends up happening is they quit. And so my encouragement to you today is, is, is just work through the slumps. Work through the, the, the stalls. Just sell out to it. Just go for it. I'm not seeing fruit. Listen, you just be faithful. You focus on your faithfulness. Sometimes, sometimes the fruit we see is steadfastness. Sometimes the fruit that we see is faithfulness. And so sometimes that just needs to be the fruit of the Spirit in your life, not necessarily the fruit that comes from your hands. So don't don't say, well, you know, I just it's not what I thought it would be. Listen, what did you think it was going to be originally? Think about that. And then now think about, you know what, this is just part of the working process. You know, if you're out and you're and you're planting seed, you know, and you're out there plowing the ground, man, that's no fun. It's difficult, but you've got to work through that stuff if you're going to see the end goal happen. And whatever it is, whatever the purpose in your life is, man, just work through those slumps. Work through the first slump and then work through the second one and just stay at it. And uh, for some of us, this is a little bit easier than others, but I could tell you that somebody's been doing it a long time and even planting our church in seven years, man, there has been a lot of seasons where it's just hard. And I'm just like, man, maybe somebody will come and, and offer me a job and pay me a salary to do something else. But you know what? I'm so glad that we stayed through it throughout those difficult seasons where, where it was hard, where it was dry, where it didn't feel like we had any friends. And now I look at our church and say, man, thank God that we didn't give up when it was difficult and we just stuck stuck out what God had put in our heart to do. So don't stop through the slumps and the stalls. Just realize and remember this, Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. I've shared this on the podcast before. It's a favorite verse for me. I'm sure sometime within the next couple of years, I'll be declaring this verse, and it's Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if, if we don't give up. And the problem is, is a lot of people don't reap the harvest just simply because they give up too soon. Hey, stay with it. Get Figure out what you're supposed to do. Write it down. Put it in front of you. Get it in front of you. Sell out to it for life. And then just when it gets difficult and it gets hard, just keep on going. I know that's real simple for you today, but I just want to encourage you. Stay focused. Keep your hand at something. Do it for a decade. Do it for... 20 years, do it for 30 years, just whatever you're going to do, do it intentionally for the rest of your life. Well, I sure love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hope it's a blessing. If it is, make sure and let me know. Thanks. Love you. Peace.